And now another episode of Mind Escape with Michael and Maurice. Take it away, Michael. All right, folks, welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. We have episode number 69 today. Uh, Third do, attempt at it. Do we have free will? Um, check us out at Mike and Maurice Mind Patreon.com slash Mike and Maurice. Uh, I just want to say we were trying to get an episode in with the uh, author of the Cosmic Hologram, Jude Curvin, but we were having technical difficulties uh, with the Google Hangouts, uh, with her being uh, over in the UK. So we're going to try again with her probably sometime in July when she's in the States and see if we can get a better connection. Um, but we apologize for anybody that was jumping in on that session because um, we, we had really bad connections, so we had to back out of there. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, I was really looking forward to that one, but, you know, you got Yeah, check out her book, uh, The Cosmic Hologram. It's, I read it. It's awesome. Anybody that likes theories of everything or likes to ponder, you know, the, the bigger picture, um, it's definitely worth a read. She has an amazing resume and background, so... Um, well, that'll give me some time to read that bad boy, you know? Yeah, Maurice is going to read his first I book. start today, so. it'll probably take me until yeah. then to get it done, so... <laughs> Have have your gecko read it to you, <laughs> Mr. Gordon. Gordon. Um. So yeah, yeah, so we decided to still go live, and here we are. Um. So we're gonna do a little something on uh, free will here. What do you think? Do you think we have free will, or do you think yeah, that? I do. I do. I do. So you don't think our path is determined in any way? Mm, I think. Yeah, I think that we choose our own destiny. I believe that. I mean, the, the factors of, you know, you growing up in your environment, your childhood, your parents, all that kind of thing influences it. One thing leads to another, but I think ultimately you can make the decision one way or another. So, yeah, there's obviously the argument is free will versus determinism. Free will is, yes, the idea of randomness that we're just making instinct decisions and stuff that that isn't predetermined um and the the argument for determinism is that everything you've done every thought every action um everything that you've encountered has brought you to this point in this moment in time um and everything you do there on out is you know part of that chain um so you're saying that, you're, that you're being manipulated by an outer force or well, in a way, because let's say you get, you know, you walk in the, the kitchen and you get burned. Well, you know, the next time you do that, you know, you'll have the idea that you got burned. And, and that's a very rudimentary way of saying it. But just that every like every action, every thought, everything has pushed you in a direction. So like us having this conversation right now. Um, the next thought you have is because of everything that's happened in your life to that point, right. plus what we just talked about. So, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say it's ex it's external, it's internal, it's everything. It's a combination of of everything. So everybody that's going to be born and their whole lives are already determined for them. Well, until until that, yeah, until that point, you know, of like them living. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not predicting. Well. You could predict the future if you had enough information, I think. Not maybe exactly, but um, we'll talk about that in a second. But 
you know, I think, you know, who is it? Sam Harris is, which I'm not necessarily a fan of. I think he's a uh-huh. smart guy, uh, but he's a huge fan of um, determinism, uh, that idea. Um, and this is an ongoing debate. I mean, this is, this goes back to ancient philosophers, you know, is this all preordained or is this something that, you know, we have control over? Um I- I think the fact that the, the how big art is 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 a big clue to that because the art is just being created. I don't know. I don't think the art's being controlled. I, yes, your your life is uh is going to determine what you paint, but don't you have the the control to create anything you want? Well, but see, this is where it's great crazy. Is just that, but that's the argument is that everything you've experienced to that point is what's made making you create that art or like what's yeah, coming out in that art so more, yeah so my mind gets a little twisted kind of thinking about it i can see how this is very but then you have people like uh you know rudolf steiner you know different right, philosophers right. that would talk about so like free will um if you believe in like karma and stuff you know like uh the balance of forces and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I, I, I do. And if you agree. believe that there's a creator that, uh-huh. and I do that, um, we must have free will because right. that, that was the point I was getting at with the art thing. It's like, well, no, no, no but but let me explain. So if there was a creator, we must have free will, or else the god would be a bad god because everybody would be constantly being punished. Like we're constantly right, right. like life's hard. It's not easy. Every decision we make has you know some sort of opposite you know thing happening and then you know so when you look at it from that that point of view like if you believe in a creator you believe in a god that you know and karma is real and all that stuff then you must believe that we have free will because otherwise the god oh well then the god could be a bad god you know so why why would there be rape and murder and all that shit happening if that wasn't based on the human's free will rather than it was based on someone's interject plan you know what i'm saying right and that's why that's that and that's the same i don't know the art argument's kind of hard because then you can say oh well this led to this and then this led to the guy painting or whatever but um i think there's some i don't believe necessarily in determinism but i think that there's there's something in there that's kind of part of the element if that makes sense so like when you think of something or you experience, like let's say you were on the internet last night and you saw something about free will, you know, or whatever, let's just say I did. And then today, you know, this happens and we can't do the episode that we were going to do. Right, right. Um, the suggestive part of my subconscious is like, oh, let's do free will, you know, like, so, yeah. that, so in that regard, you know, is it just part of is my, is it my subconscious like holding on to certain things and then releasing them when necessary kind of a thing you know so i i, I believe yeah, I think that that's how a creative brain ultimately works i watched this documentary on netflix and like i'm a comedy writer so all the shows i've ever watched you know fresh prince when i was a kid saved by the bell whatever the, i mean whatever you got your fresh prince you got your saved by the bells but seriously however good or bad those are and then listening to howard stern all the time like you just you you build up a bank of not necessarily jokes, but just like the way that people have talked or the way that people have, you know, get gotten ideas out. And then when you think of something, it's a, it's like a connection that, I don't know. It's hard for me to really put this down because it's, it's very, 
very heavy, if you will. But you know, you think of something, you gotta your mind's making connections all the way back, and that's how you formulate new ideas, almost. If that makes any sense. Well, and that's enough. That's a great point too. Is there new ideas, or is it just a bunch of people regurgitating other people's stuff and and mannerisms and, um you know like think about that because yeah. a lot of times when you're having a conversation with people whether they're joking around or whatever they'll like quote lines of movies they'll exactly. you know they'll like you just said take jokes from other people or well, it's not um, it's, jokes but it's very rare and i do recognize it but when i'm in the world if i meet somebody that's truly unique or has like an interesting perspective or um there's something, you know, like I can tell that about them, if that makes sense. You know, uh -huh. like I meet a lot of people, you know, doing my day to day, you know, my day job where, you know, they're just run of the mill people, you know, there's nothing wrong with that either. But it's just like, oh, this is what this person does. You can kind of, you know, project their life. And even when somebody's um, like very regimented like you are in certain ways and then you're not, you know, like I know kind of your hat, like certain things that you do are very regimented and then there's certain things that you don't, you know? So like mm -hmm. when I look at somebody that's like super regimented, like they wake up at every day at eight o'clock, they drink a cup of coffee, they go work out, they go to work and then they come home and then they make dinner. And then, you know, it's, it's, it's a cycle when you do that kind of stuff, it makes things very easy to like predict, you know? So like in that sense, um, you could make the argument for determinism um, if I were looking at somebody from like a third party perspective. Like if I was looking at somebody doing their daily routine, I could probably, if you gave me like a week of them doing it, I could probably predict some of the stuff, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of, it's almost like what these psychics play into. If they, they know like almost general human traits, so they can kind of predict either what's happened in your life or what's going to happen in your life. And that they give you a general you know a generalization and they're they're often right because people pay these these people money so yeah no absolutely um i think that that whole thing is a whole nother subject but um but it's kind of the same thing where they're, they're seeing no i know but i think that's more like like a lot of those people i'd say 90 like maybe the, i think there might be one percent or two percent of those people yeah. that are, have some sort of legitimate like intuition or cognition you know pre right, you know right. precognition something like that but then there's also the charlatans and the charlatans will look up your history your family history look at some sort of information on you with the internet now you can look up anybody's stuff you know and Oh, you had an aunt? Oh, did she die? You know, what's her name? Well, this? Dude, that's yeah. crazy that you say aunt, because one of our great aunts, actually, me, our grandmother was telling me a story where she would give readings to people, and you had to be a certain age. I think you had to be 18. And when Mimi first married our grandfather, she finally was of age, and she got a reading, and the lady told her, you're, you're going to move to, I think they moved down. I, don't, I can't remember where they moved, but they moved somewhere. And they, the lady said that you're going to meet, our aunt said you're going to meet a, you're, you're going to meet a business partner and you're going to start a business. You're going to become very successful. Have you ever heard that story? No. So I don't know. I mean, it's an <laughs> off subject, but that might be no, that, that old Irish, these old Irish people, they have some. Well, I know. Yeah. Powers. What's her grandmother? Something used to read like teapops or something like yeah, that. Exactly. So, so uh, do I believe in that stuff? Uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of like, <laughs> hey. well, I, I'm not saying I don't, but I, I, I don't, I haven't looked into it enough, and a lot of times when I look into these things, they end up being some sort of way to not necessarily debunk it, but you know. How'd you guess at them, bro? 
Well, I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, you know, okay, so for instance, that the this is for me. The only true magic or like I've had some mystical moments in life. Like we've talked about it on the synchronicity, right. synchronicity episode. Like yep. weird things like that. But like the the real like magic or seeing something or experiencing something that was metaphysical or not of this reality yeah. has only happened in your mind. Well, yeah, in psychedelics or in meditation i mean those are the only two that i can think of i mean look i'm alternating your vibration is essentially what's going on so right but what i'm saying is is you know i mean have you experienced something in in your like rational daily reality mind well like i said that light flicking but is it is it um, is it based on a hard wire is my friend actually communicating to me i don't know that that's where i'm saying the mind comes into play because it'll force you to believe if you saw like a bear standing in the woods you thought it was bigfoot you're going to convince yourself that that was bigfoot right yeah i mean that's the tough one i mean for you i think only you could answer that because it's it's through your consciousness like i can't right like i saw a light flicker when my when i was really thinking hard about my buddy who passed away um there's definitely hard evidence to prove that it was a material. And that light wasn't hadn't flickered previously at all, or it, not? No, I mean it. It started flickering after his passing. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, when it when it was doing it, it's not something that would happen regularly. You know, like I think about those things. No, it so happens. I, it's peri- it happens at periodic, periodically, sporadically, if you will. So, so it, that one, you know, I don't know. It that's has a pro- happened when I wasn't thinking about him, but. It's ha- it's also happened when I was thinking about him. Yeah, I mean, you would have to I mean, call for me an asshole. I don't. Know. <laughs> for me to to you know, I'd have to see how how much this thing flickers, and I'd have to <laughs> do some scientific much, work it's on it. It's all in my head. It's all in my head, man. It's it, it's not. I think what was more interesting was the dreams that you were having after. Like, I think that's more interesting than this light flickering thing. I'm not saying that the light flickering thing didn't have any sort of Right, meaning right. or or anything like that but i'm just saying that you know your story about the the dreams and what was going on in the dreams sounds a little bit weirder a little bit more tangible in terms of you know yeah kind of what else? Into that other, other yeah i mean so it's it's like it's this is a, a huge i think debate and i think that the problem is is that we don't really have a full grasp on consciousness i mean the more the most yeah i mean the most plausible materialistic one as we've talked about is like stuart hammeroff and sir roger Pemrose with the um microtubules which are these these neuron the way that they carry messages through um uh the brain and there's uh-huh. diff- two types lattice a lattice b and the one type is more um complex and that's why our our brain is so complex but i mean that's never been proven uh and and retested and all that stuff so um well you know what it's actually a pretty interesting thing if you bring it to the animal realm because do animals have free will because they all seem to follow there's not like the bad animal in town you know there's not like right there's not like the funny animal and the in the the criminal animal they all follow kind of the same i mean dude have you been know. on youtube there's funny animals bro okay <laughs> let's live all, bro um but i think that uh i don't know that's a good point and actually there's a lot of people that think about this kind of thing there's a lot of philosophers that talk about how 
we're different than animals, but they have like a more primitive version of consciousness yeah. where it's, uh-huh. it is more determined based on, you know, like, um, I don't even know, like more of the, you know, reptilian or, you know, they're well, just, yeah, re- they're reacting. It's all, it's all instinctual. It's not really, right, right. there's no they see something to eat. They eat us. Right. We can see something to eat and say, no, wait a minute. Don't eat. Right. We also can see something to eat and say, oh, let's take this thing and do all st- all kinds of stuff to it. Cook right. it, salt it, this and that. To them, they just see <laughs> they see food, they eat. So that's that's the basis of all this brain. I got to show you that. I got to give you this uh this documentary. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I love cool. documentaries. It shows how like people are creative, but I you know what? There's a little light layer of bullshit all to it. So it's it, it always comes back to this material where I don't know because I, I I'm kind of a proponent of if you can get your mind into a certain area, you can receive maybe mess, not messages, but these ideas, which I guess are messages. Yeah. You know, I think that's kind of a cool outlook that something's propelling the human race where it's, it's implementing ideas in some weird way where any artist can feel it. You know, it's some say it's, uh, I don't know. It's it's like the flow state. You right. Know? You know, you, you clear your mind and then you, the ideas come in. Where are they coming from? Is it you creating them in your brain? Is it being an outside force? I, I don't know. Right. Well, in the you know, back to the animal thing, I think that it's super interesting to think about because, I mean, we don't know what animals are thinking. We don't know exactly what's going on. Um, right. You know, it's and like that dogs are feeling sad and stuff. So. Well, dogs, dogs is a weird one too. I feel like dogs are evolving too. You know, like there is a video. <laughs> there, well, no, seriously, I was watching this video. Um, I mean, everything's evolving, well, but I mean, evolve. I mean, like, an, I mean, like it's they're evolving quicker because we've domesticated right. them. So something that we're doing and interacting with them is is causing them to, I think, to evolve faster than other things. Like for instance, I was watching this video on YouTube. This dog, um brought like a leaf into like a veterinary office and like put it up because he saw somebody like handing them money and they gave him something back. Holy so the dog, saw, the dog saw that and started giving these, these people at this office leaves and they would give him a treat. So he'd come back every day and give yeah. him a leaf. So it's like, is there's something going on there? Um, I think dogs are super intelligent. I personally, you know, I've had dogs my whole life, but I have a, um, a cat now and even my cat, I mean, I feel like there's, you know, I'll be like in my head, I'll be like, ah, don't do that. And like most cats will do what you don't want them to do. But for some reason, I have a connection with my cat where I feel like she she knows what's going on kind of a thing sometimes. And it could just be me thinking that. But I do think that animals, no, they perceive stuff. They, they know they're, they're, there's an intelligence there. And I, I think that I think it's weird to think about. But I think maybe our influence of, you know, having a domestic animal does have some sort of impact on their intelligence and um, which what what does that mean then? Does that mean that um, we are different? You know, so like that's what I question when it comes to uh, free will and determinism. Is also things like um, you know we're so much more advanced than anything else. You know, like right, like right. you said, like we not only can we you know look at something like you said, you know, an animal is just going to eat based on the fact that it's hungry and something's there we can look at that animal and be like, I'm not going to eat that. It's not right to eat that. It would make me feel bad to eat that, you know, right. It'd make That's me feel bad to kill that. You know, like we have a moral 
compass we have this moral well, that's um, what a lot of these vegetarians are saying they're like you you know better so yes we are we are carnivorous but we know we can get these nutrients from something else so why are we actually going to kill you know living organisms to achieve that to achieve those proteins i mean the other school of thought those too is like part of our evolutionary um you know whatever you want to call it our evolutionary boom of how we got doubling tripling the brain size uh, was eating this cooked meat that was cooked on the fire you know the proteins and and all that a theory a theory no it is a theory it's just like you know and it could be a lot of things that could have been the use of tools and weapons and also you know the way we hunted hunted and it could be psychedelics too there could be a lot of you know different aspects to that but i think that about all of them who the fuck knows it could have been all of them um but the whole you know meat thing it's weird to think about because it has played a huge role in our evolution but is is like anything else is it you know i don't know i think there's a lot of evidence to suggest that we still need meat in our diet i think that um i like eating like vegetarian meals you know like i'd say half the week i'm eating all vegetarian stuff and the other half there's some meat involved so it's tearing little, into that flesh yeah so there's a it's a little bit of both but i think that um i've definitely had lost a taste for more of the meat you know i used to eat a lot of meat but i think well, here's, the, here's another interesting thing a lot of mollusks are actually less complex creatures than plants these new studies are coming out so like, really yeah, like, you know, like uh, mus mussels or clams or oysters and stuff. Because everything's alive, so we're, what, what, to what level do we... I get it, you know, pigs are very close to humans. You know, any mammal, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it depends, though, because I think if you look at the Nautilus, which is a mollusk, is like one of the most complex. That's what mathematicians study its shell because it's the golden ratio, you know? So, like, there are things... Yeah. So I'm not saying that ha that has to do with consciousness necessarily. It's no, more like the structure. Plants are alive too. So plants have a certain. Whitney was telling me about some book where I forget what it was called, um, but how plants emit this thing when they're being harvested and chopped down, and it's almost like a hormone type thing for a plant where it's not necessarily the best thing for you to eat either. Like they have some sort oh, of sentience too, you know. So yeah, uh, it's interesting because like take a take a plant like cannabis where you could grow it forever in one state. I mean, a lot of plants are like this where you have to put them into a different light cycle for them to actually flower. Right. Or even like basil or something like that. So like if you... Basil, get the fuck out of here. No, I'm, well, you know, so, <laughs> so you're telling me that these things emit like bad gases when, they, when they're killed? So there's something um, sour happening when you're killing these things. Is what you're I, don't, I don't know. I mean, it, I think it depends. Um because I think also, you know, you look at like um, some things are, some plants are connected, you know, if you're cutting down a bunch of, uh, you know, arugula, there's probably some sort of connection between all of those little, like they're all like little subsets of the same thing, you know, right. if it's but a carrot, if it's a carrot, it's one thing, you know, what's the more ethical approach though. If you take a plant and keep it in a, a vegetative state for its whole life and it would probably live for hundreds and hundreds of and hundreds of years or you actually let it go to fruition and have it go through its regular life cycle where it would bear fruit and then become dead. Well, you know, like you were saying, talking about cannabis, well, I think once it reaches its cycle, right? I mean, if you're saying that it flowers and then you cut it down after it's been flowered right. for a while. Well, it's going to die. Any, it's going to die. Exactly. So, so I think that, you know, 
might be the same thing as like putting your dog down or something along those right, lines. Right, right. Well, everything not in the sense psychologically, but I just mean yeah. from you know that standpoint. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I, like I said, I think that we're so different too. Like we create things that create things that create things. Like you can kind of go on forever with that at this point with AI and machine machine learning and different stuff that you know the closest thing to us are animals like you know chimpanzees or different primates using sticks to get honey to get bees to get ants like that's kind of the closest thing you know and even that's not really that close right i mean it's like we're because some people are like oh well how come there's still chimpanzees and monkeys if you know we evolved well we weren't that we were right, a different right. we were a different yeah. branch of that you know yeah. um and that we branched off i think initially it kept splintering. We were, the main stone well, was still there but it, right know, we were initially some sort of tree shrew i believe initially that grew into this primate that you know was eating fruit that the glucose from the fruit was giving us different you know uh-huh. uh you know was helping nutrients. our brain grow yeah different yeah. nutrients so in that regard, like I said, I, I look at it and I think that we're just so different, and it's so weird that the that we're this anomaly on this planet. Um, it's just really weird to think about that. You know, even if if let's just say all this was an accident, dumb Earth theory, this is all just some sort of cosmic joke. You know, not a joke, yeah. but we're we're just all here by by chance. Um, it's still weird to think about that we've we've gotten to this point but nothing else has that we know of you know uh-huh yeah but so. th- but i think the time that we've been to this point is relatively small in the grand scheme of things so well even if you go back to like the dinosaurs when they were roaming the earth and con- controlling the earth and everything i mean they had yeah. pee- they had pee on brains you know they weren't yeah. I mean, we don't know obviously there's no way yeah. to go back and be like they were thinking this you know they're freaking dinosaurs so um, boom bro but I think that, you know, the research will show that it's kind of like, um, you know, well, we know dinosaurs evolved into birds or birds are the descendants of dinosaurs. So, you know, I think it's probably more based off that reptilian instinctual kind of like what animals are. So that's how I would think about that. But yeah, it's just uh, we're living in a, in a weird time, too, because not only are we so advanced in creating this technology, but we're now creating things that we're trying to make um like copies of ourselves, you know, with AI, yeah. you know, we're trying to, what is that? You know, we're like, trying to figure out how to live forever. Well, in this uh, material world, do That's you, do we want to live in the material world forever? You know, I, sometimes I think well, I'm just a material girl living in this material <laughs> world. Um, no, why the fuck do you want to live in this and pain and all like, like you remember watching those vampire movies and you'd be yeah. like, yeah, that'd be cool to live forever until you, you know, become 30 and, friends die and relatives die and you're just like this isn't that cool i don't want to live forever right i mean do you think though that um i don't know i think about it sometimes and i think that it would almost be a curse to live for a super long time or live forever oh, yeah. but and then in the argument for let's say a creator would be that we there's probably something else then, right? You know, like there's probably uh-huh. some metaphysical realm or our energy gets transferred to some sort of other energy in a realm or something along those lines. Um, 
if that's the case, you would be stuck here. This would be hell because you would be stuck here and it's not all peaches and cream. Or there is nothing and it's always a repetitive cycle. So reincarnation theory. Well, that's the weird thing too is, is reincarnation. That's a weird one. Um, Cause you look at, you know, like, oh, for instance, I, used to think it was so stupid and now I, 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 I did too. Um, but then you look at like some of the, like the Dorothy Edie, and then there's this little boy for the yeah, first five years of his that. life with the stuff with, he was shot down over the yep. Pacific in world war two. That one, mm-hmm. that's pretty compelling stuff. Um, so there's, there's these, these instances. Now, if the people were related, like, let's say the grandkid was having, flashbacks of the grandpa's life i could almost see some sort of genetic thing happening where something yeah, was encoded in yeah something was encoded in the genes or the dna and that kid was having these these thoughts or these experiences through the dna but none of these people are related that are having these things so so the yeah. people that are coming back are completely different people on different sides of the earth you know experiencing uh-huh. a past life so um and there are woo-woo ones for sure, but I think if you really look well, into the, it, what about that Edgar Allan Poe one? That's the, one of the biggest mysteries I think of all time. That story you wrote. Oh about, yeah, you know, about the guys that were they lost at sea and they ate each other, and then hundreds of years later, the exact same fucking thing happens. The Do you think it's possible lost. that he read the that there was a story about that happening and he wrote wrote about that or no? How would it? How would it? How would the actual events occur hundreds of years later? The no, same but name. right. But what I'm saying, or what I'm saying is, do you think the guys that, do you think those, the guys that yeah, that reenacted it would have had to read the story? I don't think that's so. what I'm saying. Do you think the guys that ate the guy read L- Edgar Allan Poe? To have you to have your actual names be that and not change your, you'd have to be one a massive psychopath. And again, we've seen this over time. There's some fucked up people, but. You'd have to change your name. You'd have to get on a boat with dudes of the same name. I'm getting in my boat and I'm going, I'm going up, up reeve. River. <laughs> I'm getting in my boat. I'm going to That's sea. the classic that Street Fighter speech is just cla- John Claude just all I actually co- think it's good. I've, John I Claude funny. all coked up. We'll get you. Get, you, you watch that I before a hockey up. game or something, you're gonna get lit up, dude. <laughs> Shout out to John Claude Van Johnson. John Claude, if you want to come on this podcast, we would love to have you. <laughs> that would be amazing. You can all go home. But, um, but yeah, I so remember what we're talking about. <laughs> no, but we were just talking about. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The mystery of Edgar Allan Poe. Right. So that one, I don't know. That is weird. I've read that too. Could those people have read the story and be like, "Hey, that's my name. Let's let's, you know, let's eat." Yeah. <laughs> Let's I don't know tonight on a boat, but they got straight like they got straight. Well, I don't know how prevalent his work was if everybody knew it, and you know I'd have to go back and look at you know all those different you know things and see you know if 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 everybody was reading it in school or if it was something that was very prevalent, I could see some sicko being like, "Oh, this fits perfectly. Let's do this." It's yeah. still gruesome. It would ha- it would have to be like one in a million too because you would have to get somebody not only with the same name but somebody that's like like you said like a psychopath or a sicko somebody that's actually able to carry that out um maybe just in one in a million times yeah what's the name of that thing too so people can check it out it's called edgar allen uh erie richard parker yeah 
is the name of the story. But what's the person's name? It's like something Pim or. Uh, what do you mean? What's the guy's Richard name? Richard Parker. Is the guy oh, Richard Parker. I thought it was yeah. something. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. But yeah, the the Richard Parker. Um. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh. So it's, is he tapping into something like that? That 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 can bring us back to our point. Is it is that free will? Is he coming up with that story? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't come back to our point because <laughs> this shit's fucking. My mind is just exploded, bro. <laughs> See, most people don't like to think about this because everybody loves the idea, um, whether it's an illusion, whether it's an illusion or not, of free will. Like we want to know that what we're choosing is our own choice. You know, like if you even if yeah. you look at, um, like little kids, you know, you tell them to don't, you know, don't do something. Well, they want they want to do something the opposite. Right. You know, like even adults for that matter the same way you know we live in a culture where nobody wants to be told what to do so they're going to do the opposite thing at some point to prove you know so i wonder what that is if that's some sort of you know psychological um defense of free will like is that something your brain's telling you to do to you know to keep the illusion of free will or is it just something that's like a cognitive behavioral thing? You know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's so heady to even consider going deep into this realm. Like, look, what, look where it took us, man. It took us all the way to Poe. <laughs> Seriously uh, though, because it goes, like you said, we started talking about choices on eating and then the animals. And right. Well, okay. So here's another way to think about, it. we've talked about this before too, would be, like Simone Laplace, who was a French philosopher and scientist, um, he, he had something called, you know, Laplace's billiard shot, which is that he said, if you were given all the geometry, all the physics, you know, all the dimensions and everything, mm -hmm. you know, you could tell where all the balls were going to land off a break, you know, yeah. Yeah, in a yeah. game of pool. So if that's the case, let's say there is a creator. When people say he's omnipresent, I'm, I'm omniscient, you know, I'm, um, I'm omnipotent. Yeah, I'm omnipotent. Um, if that was the case, that the creator would have all those tools and would know, like when people say God is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, he knows everything that's going to happen, that has happened, that will happen. If you had all the tools, you 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 could be God, right? Yeah. In the sense, like for instance, if I said, if we let's just say I we had, I think a, he does know what's going to happen though. But that's let's just, thing. but okay, so well, that's a whole difference. Hold on to that. So let's just say it's we have the universe. Now we have all the rules of the universe. You know, there's we know what dark energy is. We know what dark matter is. We know how to calculate all these things. We know how to measure all these things. Let's just say that's the case. Mm -hmm. If there's somebody that was given all the information that then they would be able to tell you what you were going to do next. So in that regard, you would not have free will because somebody would be able to tell based on everything that you've experienced and the laws and everything that you were going to, you know, lift your hand next or whatever the case may be. So that's the idea of that. Now, so what you're saying is, if there is a creator, you don't think that that creator, you know, you don't think that creator knows what's going to happen in the future. Is that what you're saying? No, think about it like this. The creator is the painter and we're the paint, but he just lets us paint everything. He, he lets us paint our own picture. 
I guess he wouldn't be the painter. <laughs> he just he just creates all the material and drops it down. Okay. He wants to see what he wants to see what is created too. You know, he wants. Right. That's the whole point of the creation is to see what comes out of it. Right. So he wants to see like what maybe maybe he didn't even create humans. Maybe we just evolved from something that was implemented eons ago. Right. Maybe a spore. That's why that guy's idea wasn't isn't that crazy. It's like. There could have been one little microscopic little organism or something. Well, that's planted, actually a and pretty. You see what happens over time. Well, that's actually a pretty. I mean, panspermia and directed panspermia. I think his take was specifically fungi hitching a ride. Uh, our, we're talking about our last guest on our last episode of Ancient Psychedelics and the Mushroom uh, with Josh uh, Joshua. Um, his theory was that we all can't come from life which is was fungus or you know mushroom spores that connected a ride on a, on a comet um which i mean other people have thought about that and theorized on that you know like i said panspermia directed panspermia carl sagan was a huge proponent of that for a long time um is it a crazy idea no no i don't think anything's a crazy idea let's you see these papers this last year coming out about how possibly octopi could have hitched a ride same thing on some sort of you know right. cosmic debris and landed here and started to you know because they're genetically so different supposedly um it, so like i said that's not a crazy idea um but back to the creator i mean that well that, that that's just that actually supports the fact that people are like oh what about cancer what about this it's like dude they, this guy or we'll call him this guy <laughs> Hey, this fucking guy over here. He doesn't know what any of that is. All he did was put something in play, and then now it's gotten to such a level. Of course, there's going to be genetic mutations. That's just a part of the evolution of whatever this is. Well, to to go back, actually, so we like we said at the beginning, we were going to have Jude Curvin on. We had um, author of the Cosmic Hologram, and we were having tef- technical difficulties, so we're going to get to that in the future. But part of her premise of her book and research about like entropy. Entropy is normally that um, we started off in a very organized, condensed way, and then you know uh-huh. the Big Bang happens, and then everything gets shot out, and everything's in disorder. Her theory reverses it in that everything that got shot out is actually getting more complex and developing more systems. And if you look at life on our planet, that's actually true in the sense right. that um and and is that happening in more places or is that just specific to us i don't know but um you know you'd have to look at the whole picture but for our planet specifically that is the case that these complex systems are developing uh more and more and more and more even our lives are getting more and more complex you know like where is it headed kind of a thing right. so i mean that's given the it- right material given the right material in the right atmosphere and you don't know what's gonna occur right so I mean, I like I said, I I, I think that uh, when you look at you know, do we have free will? Is everything determined? I'm I'm I think it's possible to maybe have both. I think that there possibly could be a creative source that knows what's going to happen, that has all the tools. Maybe they're not they're not always looking at the bigger picture in the sense that everything, you know, but maybe they have the ability to look into the future, the ability to know what's going to happen if they applied themselves to want to know, you know, like Uh that kind of a thing. Um, But I also think it's possible 
that we have free will in the sense that, like I said before, you know, somebody tells you don't do something, you do it, or you do what they say. In in that regard, those are two completely different things. Or the, of the other aspect of it would be, like I said, if there is a creator, and a, a lot of this stuff predicated on if, what, possibly, you know, so it's lots of speculation, but consciousness is speculation at this point. So I think that we're good. Um, but this idea that um, if there is a God, then he must be a good God. Um, if, if karma, if like karma is real and like the balancing of nature kind of a thing, because, you know, it would, it would be a bad God if it wasn't, if, if everything was determined, we would be put through pain and suffering and everything for no reason, which what, what's the point of that? You know? Yeah. Oh, I'm a... <laughs> Let me chew on that. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's weird to think about and Most people don't think about it. Like I said, most people just go throughout their day, do their thing, Dude, go through and talk about it. You got to kind of have some kind of grasp on shit because. Well, I, th I think no, it's a, really it's a, but I think it's honest. It's being honest with yourself too. You know, like, right. like I said, people don't want to face things that make them question, you know, like that's, that's why we do this podcast. That's why, um, you know, I think about this stuff all day long, you know, maybe not all day long, but you know, for the most part, if I have a free second, I'm, I'm philosophizing, theorizing, thinking about this kind of stuff, researching stuff. So for me, it's this ever present, you know, things staring me in the face, but for most people, they always tuck it, you know, even if I, you know, I love my wife. We have these kind of weird conversations sometimes, but she doesn't yeah. love having them. You know, she's not like me in that sense. Like she's not dying to talk about origins or life. So I think it's comes you gotta down to the right state of mind. You got to be the right place. Even if you're in the right state of mind, there's just a type, there's just type of people that, that don't like talking about it for whatever reason they're, they have their beliefs of what, you know, reality or what they think is their reality. And they don't, you know, there's no reason to question that they enjoy their life or, yeah. you know, but I don't know. I can't not think. I don't, about I don't it. think this topic is, is, is that integral. You don't have to think about, I mean, cause like take my mom for existence, for example, she doesn't need to think does she have free will or not. She's a good lady. She's living her life. It, this isn't like, I don't know. I wish you would get into some of the other stuff that we talk about, but the free will one, you know, it's cool to think about, but I don't think it's a mandatory one. You need to really investigate too hard. I just live your life good. And, but it is a polarizing thing because by is, saying, but, but what, what if you were to, if, if you know who's fucking, but what I'm saying, but if I, but what I'm saying is if, if you were to say determinism is real, then that would probably, I mean, like I said, I think it's able, you're able to believe in both free will and determinism in, in a certain way. So, yeah. I think it's a combination of both to be honest. But I also think that, you know, it is, it's polarizing in the sense that people believe, like people that are hardcore religious or hardcore, you know, what, like even the opposite way. So like you have your hardcore atheists or your hardcore people that don't believe in any sort of creator. Mm -hmm. Those people will always argue evolution, determinism, those kinds of things. But I think it's right. possible to believe in both things. But then on the other end of the spectrum, you have the deeply religious people that will say we do have free will and God's given us that free will and that yeah. our job is to do the most moral things and, and be our best versions of ourselves with that free will, you know? So like uh -huh. that's, and so they would be offended by the idea that this is all just some predetermined yeah, you're right. cyclical thing, you know? So uh -huh. 
I'm not look, I think that a lot of people are open minded nowadays, but there's also still tons of people that aren't. I mean, you go on Facebook, Reddit, whatever, there's cool people on there, but then there's also people that, you know, one or two comments that are always gonna tickle your taint, you know, or your Whoa. get you all up in a roar, you know. So yeah. usually when tickling my taint, I get really excited. Yeah. In a good way. Because you're a real sick bastard. <laughs> So, oh. yeah, we'll end on that and you know no i'll i'll tell you when it ends and we're going for another 20 minutes now that you said no no, no but, i just wanted to end on the word taint yeah i'm sure you did you sick fuck um <laughs> but no any like uh any more thoughts on it because we we can end there i think we covered it for the most part i think it's just a complex topic that um maybe we'll try and get somebody a professional that you know yeah i like that i like what you're saying about the religion though we could have touched on that a little more but uh yeah i mean if you like you said if you do believe in a religion well especially christianity you think that you are you have the free will so well i will say though the so like determinism if i you know eat a handful of psilocybin mushrooms right now Uh is my mind going to experience some sort of determined reality in that sense i don't think so because it's something completely different than yeah, it's gonna melt rea- i know that <laughs> it's something completely different than everyday reality so in that right. sense you know like i said i, I think i believe in both if, that, if you know if that makes sense yeah i think partly our path is determined but we also have the choice to alter things or alter the path or you know change the outcome a little bit it might not be a ton but you know it's like a you know a leaf blowing in the breeze you know or a dog paying with a leaf <laughs> that's a sweet story i like that a lot. yeah you oh, could probably... i wanted to add one more thing that story you were right it's called uh the narrative of arthur gordon him yeah i mean i knew i was right Bucket. but yeah yeah my bad <laughs> my bad Hey, I'm skimming through the stuff trying to get the info. It's hard. I'm trying to listen to you talk, skim the shit. My brain isn't that good, man. It's all I'm good. I'm young Jamie. I'm old Maury over here. <laughs> I got Tuesdays <laughs> with Maurice over here. Yeah. Hey, man. Don't, whoa, don't you might get infringement laws. Yeah, come at me, Mitch Alvin. We'll see what the fuck yeah, happens, bro. Try and get him on, and I'll just ambush him. Yeah. Oh, um, man. All right, so... Like I said, we will we will have Jude Curvin uh, on sometime in July. And uh, sorry again to anybody that was watching when it cut out. Um, and uh, yeah, we will see. We will be back on Friday uh, with a special guest, TBD. And I think you'll enjoy this one. And it'll get goofy. Mr. CBD. <laughs> CBGB. Um, All right. All right, well, thanks, folks, and uh, we'll see you Friday. Cheers. Peace.